previously on Dungeon Town. That's kind of dark to teach in a wizard school. Well, the more you know. This is an, an affront to public libraries everywhere. This is a pile of fiery dust. Bone death. Who of you longs for freedom? I do! I do too. When you destroy the book, uh, that means that nobody can use it after you. That's really selfish. It's magically disgusting. I think he just, like, roars. He's like... I will attempt to ride the Triceratops. That's a sentence I get to say. The Triceratops makes a deck saving throw. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dungeon Town. It's the show where uh, we meet up every week and uh, we we record. We actually record ourselves playing D&D. Sometimes. I'm your host, your Dungeon Master, your friend. My name's Dashiell Marco. Hi, y'all. Uh, this is Tim here. Uh, I'm going to be playing Santhoth, the half-elf Shay Lounge caster. Lazy boy. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Shay Lounge is so much nicer, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Robert. I'm playing Axamar, the goal-oriented cleric. <laughs> uh, and this is Colby. I am playing Kiralani, the human killing machine. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, thanks for uh, coming over tonight, guys, and uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. So uh, I just did something very embarrassing. Uh, I We just played for an hour, and I forgot to hit record on my interface. Mm-hmm. I blame the machine. <laughs> We can blame the machine, but it was my fault. <laughs> um, we Basically, this last game was just about four rounds of combat. Um, it was a really good game. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry uh, to our listeners that we didn't get it, but I will not make that mistake again. For all you veteran D&D players, you know <laughs> that four rounds of combat, yes, indeed, can take an hour to play. Yes, Never it... played before. <laughs> Do it. It's fantastic. It's full of energy and life. Uh, but yeah, that was probably only about 30 seconds in game, yeah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just about. Probably about a minute in yeah. game. <laughs> um, but yeah, in kind of a quick summation, there was uh, Kirilani was charging into battle on the, the Goblin Ceratops or the Triceragoblin or the Trigoblin Tops, yeah. whatever we decided to call it. Uh, trampled was, a bunch of goblins. Kira got a bunch of kills. Uh, Axamar and Xanthoth were focused on the uh, the goblin leader, Squig, who was in the uh, the mansion and on the balcony above. Uh, the goblin leader was throwing goblins indiscriminately out of the mansion window. He sent um, oil-laden sappers, like goblin bombers, at the guys. Um and yeah, why don't, do you guys want to just kind of give your quick highlights from just what we, what I just forgot to record? Yeah, I mean, well, like uh, to continue on with those, uh, those those oil bound buddies. Uh, one of them did not land on their feet when they got tossed from the balcony, so I decided to take that opportunity since he busted his yeah, barrel full his, of oil. His oil jug spilled his all over. His oil jug was all over, and oh, as a wizard, that is just <laughs> oh too tempting to set ablaze. And yeah, so that ensued. Uh, I was I was able to make some channels for Axamar to rush into the mansion through that fire, uh, through some of my uh, magic abilities, and also pretty much just ran around shooting yeah. magic missile at some some goblins. There was a feeble uh, attempt by uh, a couple of the goblins in the mansion to like make a white white flag waving. Uh, oh, they gesture. tried to surrender, but no, their actions were already yeah. noted. Yeah, so. Xanthoth wasn't into that. No. What did you even see them do? We'll talk. Uh, so meanwhile, <laughs> fight us. <laughs> uh, me- meanwhile, of that, Kiralani, what what were you doing? Right. Now? Uh, yeah. So I uh, I rode a dinosaur into a big group of goblins. And then I mowed them down. It was with, badass. Uh, with the dinosaur, and then I jumped off, and then I decapitated slash slashed open uh, a bunch of them with my weaponry, all the while yelling and being awesome. And now I have ascended to Goblin Godhood. It was very good. You killed forty. You killed eighteen goblins by my count. Woohoo! Wow, it's not bad. 
It's not bad. Yeah, that Tricera Goblin gave you a uh, good heads up. Yeah, give me a, a, yeah. a good start. <laughs> Yeah, I think he stomped out uh, five of them mm-hmm. just just by uh, it was it was a nat twenty uh, anim- animal handling check yeah, that he made to uh, ride the dinosaur. And so while Kira Lonnie was in this bloodbath outside, Axamar, <laughs> I started around by blessing everyone to give us some advantages on oh, yeah. attacking. Super useful. And just it helps some feel the grace of an. Uh, Neralis with you. <laughs> Tim was not rolling very good. I hey, was, I was not. The D four I gave you beat your D twenty three times in a row. It, it did. <laughs> I, I, I will admit that I rolled better on a D four than I did on a D twenty <laughs> most of those times. So that was all me. All right. <clears throat> uh, after that, a goblin tried to surrender me. I tried to kill him, failed, and then conveniently had a change of heart, let him go. <laughs> I. Pursued Squig through the wall of fire that Xanthoth conveniently parted for me. I foiled Squig's attempt to throw a goddamn bookcase at me. And now I'm following him up the stairs. That was his trap. Right. Um, but I, I just heard Kira Lonnie call for help as uh, the two surrounding goblins led me to a hyper realistic cave painting from which I hear screams echoing. And that's where I left off. You hear the screams of a squig. What did I say? Down. You just like scream. Is he is he screaming in terror or of like uh, aesthetic? Oh, thank God I got away. Uh, it's more <laughs> just his like paint, uh, cowardly scream. And oh, yeah. so I'm just gonna kind of redescribe. I'm gonna attempt to redescribe the the painting as because this is like a. As you are, you know, as you walked up, and this was the very last thing that happened in the last game that we um, neglected to record. So I'm just going to kind of redescribe it. As you're walking up um, up these stairs, and it's still your turn, um, you're kind of walking up because these two goblins um, who, uh, you know, attempted to surrender as well. I think you told them, uh, uh, like, we'll let you live if you help us catch Squig. And they're like, yeah, come up the stairs. And as you uh, followed them up, uh, they're pointing at this painting. This it's it's a gigantic painting. It's about thirty feet high, fifteen feet wide, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, Squeak's just in there." Um, yeah. Uh, I I mean, we can help you go in there too, because we kind of know it in there too. Um, just. <sighs> And, you know, you're, I think as they're kind of feebly trying to make their case or, you know, like their voices kind of trail out into the background because as, as you look at this painting, it's, it's, it's kind of like defying reality as you look at it. It makes no sense. Like the, the depth within the painting, like it's like you're looking into the mouth of a cavern mm-hmm. and you can kind of make out the figure of Squig like – just kind of running down it, and he's just like, Rah! and yeah, this painting, it's kind of like blowing your mind right now because it's its very, very out of place mm-hmm. in this setting. Mm-hmm. Like, you're in this, like, wrecked, graffiti-ridden, like, goblin shit-smelling, derelict mansion, but this painting, even though it's kind of just like the painting of, like, the inside of a cavern... It's, like, magnificent. It's, like, it's, you can feel, like, magic just radiating from it. Yeah. And, like, I think just within these few seconds that you're looking at it, like, you even see, like, a couple of, like, eyes, like, flicker from within it. Like, you know, like, goblin night vision eyes just, like, kind of, like, peeking out. Um, And you hear kind of Squig just running, like, rah, and then you hear his voice just un- suddenly stop, like, and you hear like Uh-oh. a smack. And yeah, it's still your turn. So you uh, are <laughs> kind of in between like um, the balcony where you hear Kirilani like crying for help outside. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's this painting on the other side. There's two goblins uh, beside you. They're not hostile to you right now. Uh, I need to get the rest of my party before we jump in there. Okay, I'm going to hear, since I heard Kiralani call for help, I'm going to step towards the balcony and I'm going to raise my necklace of Neralis and start a prayer to activate my channel divinity, uh, preserve life. So it gives me 18 points of health to distribute among anybody who's short of bloodied. So Kira, how short of bloodied are you? 
three points. I'll give you three points. Yay. I'm going to take three points myself. Um, I'm already above bloodied, so I'm good. Uh, are there some kobolds? Well, I'm going to turn. Our... <laughs> just start throwing it. Make yeah. it rain. I mean, come on. You, you well, said literally... before you were going to make it rain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll just like cool. start giving like a point apiece to anybody who's short of bloodied. So because I have twelve more to give out. Cool. I'll say you spot two kobolds that are down that you can stabilize. Okay. Hey. Heck yeah. And I think kind of at this point, uh, I mean, you you do spot like an unfortunate cobalt or two like in the back line that you can't reach mm-hmm. but like it's like most everybody's on their feet and you see you see um smoky kind of hauling off a couple other cobalts and like helping them up so good move yeah smoky nice yeah Xmart. hell yeah make it rain with the hp <laughs> all right so Santhoth, you're kind of watching everything happen right now you've been watching um you, you you used your control flame to like qualm the flames that you had made so that Axamar could go into the mansion and mm-hmm. confront Squig, and then you watched uh, Axamar you know pop out the top and heal everybody, and you've been watching Kirilani in his bloodbath, um, kind of just indiscriminately um, destroying goblins as this uh, Tricera goblin creature has been kind of stomping through the war zone, but. Um, has now kind of shrunk back into its like big squish shape and it's now kind of just more of a big deformed goblin and it's kind of flailing around confused um, and yeah there's probably about there's about a dozen goblins left like in the skirmish okay. um, the kobolds are like clearly winning at this point and the, the fight is like dying down but there's still like about a dozen goblins in there and one big confused mutated goblin. All right. Okay. Well, since I see that pain in my ass wizard, that disrespectful wizard eating pages of spell books, how dare <laughs> he? That is blasphemy. You read them with your eyes, not with your mouth. <laughs> he definitely like falls with his finger and mouths his words while he's reading to himself. Uh, so is there what what's around me that I can fucking launch at him? Is there like pieces of debris from the fire or something? Um I mean there's plenty of things around. I, I just mean, need anything that's like between 1 to 5 pounds. Uh, lots of dead goblins, dead goblin gear, mundane items that goblins were using as weapons, rocks, pebbles, anything you can think of really that might be in a ruined crappy goblin town on the on the ground okay yeah great well then i'll just uh i'll see that um that pain in my ass wizard is going back to his kind of form and i will uh i'll look down i'll see a sword just lying on the on the streets and be like yeah that'll do and i will (laughs) catapult it at him excellent uh it's got to make a dexterity saving throw and just briefly describe kind of what ca- like you don't have to read the spell description, but kind of just briefly describe what the spell does. Yeah, so I uh, I see him going back to his form, and I look down at the sword, and I pick it up, and I'm like, "Yeah, that'll do." So I kind of hold it out to the side of me on my dominant hand and let it go, and it just kind of floats there. But then with the somatic energy of it, I like crank it back and kind of <laughs> see it like move back at different increments whenever I do more of the spell and then as soon as There's I an invisible catapult as soon as I give this <laughs> as soon as I give the final command like thrusting forward with my wand it releases a sword s- heading straight at him wow you narrated that so well that was amazing can I get a point of inspiration actually yeah I'm going I'm going <laughs> I want to give all you guys a point of inspiration too okay, cool. um, just because you guys did so excellent last game and yeah, he failed his check. Okay, great. That was excellent. I'll let you nar- narrate your uh, your move to a T. Right. Such a good description. So from there, well, I gotta let's see how the damage works out first. Seventeen damage. Excellent. And yeah, after I do that final command of thrusting my wand forward, and it releases the sword out of this illusory uh, catapult. 
it goes so fast, like within a blink of an eye, it is thrust through him yeah. and on the other side behind him. He's like, ow. That's <laughs> the first thing you hear, you've heard him say, I think, turned he, till he, since he turned big. And he looks down, and he's bloodied. He's bleeding a lot of goblin blood out. Um, You did 17 points of damage? Yeah. You um, read books with your eyes, not with your mouth, you <laughs> foul beast. Um, um, Axamar, what's going on up there? <laughs> uh, He locks eyes with you. Uh-oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> Kirilani, it is your turn. Yes. All right. Uh, let's get some more of these goblins on my death toll. You do got big, big squish right behind you, too. Oh, um, and yeah, he's big squish again. Yeah, I'll I'll turn on big squish, actually. I'll, I'll focus on him and run up with uh, some attacks on him. All right. Here we go. Oh, this is the hammer. Uh, nine. Um, I think he's like too squishy, and your hammer just like pfft, squishes right. into him. Ah, uh, forsooth, he's like worthy foe. Verily, he like looks down, kind of confused at you, and but then he like looks right back up at Xanthoth. Yeah, I get, I, I get it. It's don't oh, interrupt well. the wizard battle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'll strike him with wizard my axe. Fuck. Yeah, no, I was just about to ask, could like. Wizard fight play if this actually goes down, please, <laughs> on the recording, just like in the background. Uh, 21 to hit. Oh, That'll hit. All right. The wizard fight moment already happened. <sighs> and it was please, perfect. How it please just have a clip of it. Uh, just to make me happy. Eight, <laughs> eight damage of the slashing variety. Nice. Um, this, <laughs> this big goblin creature monstrosity thing it's just been mutating the last like two games uh it's looking in really bad shape um it's bleeding out everywhere and everything and it's looks very confused as like what it's doing but uh (laughs) it's still standing (laughs) okay these goblins out front they're not doing too good Poor little meat shields. Yeah. There's a dozen left. Say two of them. Swing at Kira. One for 17. We'll hit it. One for eight. And he hits you for uh, three points of bludgeoning damage with a club. Three points? Mm hmm. Um, and then the goblins and the kobolds keep fighting. And fortunately, another go- another cobalt just got taken out. Um, and they got one more goblin. How many kobolds were we at, able to rally? About 20, 25. Okay. Um, so we're doing good. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, just kicking butt. You guys. We uh, we, I mean, we killing it. There's no way we wouldn't have lost some lives doing this. Yeah, as long as they weren't ours. Well, yeah. That's why we got the kobolds. Yeah. <laughs> well, you guys got plenty of backup as a thing. You didn't You didn't try to fight all these goblins by yourself. Yeah. So you, you, you're getting the job done. Oh, that would have been foolish. Also, power, the other power co people are down there. That way, that's true, yeah. And Mercy's around somewhere, I guess. I don't know if she's yeah. even fighting. Speaking of which. <laughs> okay. Uh, as initiative <laughs> order resets, uh, Axmar, you remember hearing... Um, the the screaming of a uh, of squig being like cut short from right. within the painting oh uh, and you kind of hear like a like eh, what the heck and you kind of you presumably like turn around to see where squig's voice it's squig's voice uh, where he's just come from and you see mercy uh, with Squig tied up in a rope, like, and she's kind of holding him, you know, like a wet dog or cat or whatever. Uh, or like she's holding him by the scruff, you know. Oh. Um, and she's like, oh, 
Nice painting, isn't that? Uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, oh, she just steps out of the painting? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I wonder where they got it. Well, uh... You think this has something to do with our necromancer friend? I have some uh, I have some thoughts. Well, we'll we'll take a look inside together here in a second. Sure, we uh, should probably. I've uh, I keep trying to kill this little fucker, but he won't seem to die. Uh, I... we, if you could continue to spare him, we made a deal. He'll die eventually, but. All right, I think. Well, what the hell is that? And she like looks down at like a uh, big squish, uh, below. Oh yeah, I should probably help with that what is that thing it was the mage we might have uh i did see them casting some sort of spell we might have to kill that uh that mage goblin before this one can die that's i fine. swear I, sh- I shot him right in the neck but well yeah and, if he, you just... and you you she he she turns him over and he's got like a bolt sticking out of his neck but there's no blood coming from it or anything oh <clears throat> yeah, well, if you could maybe pull that out before the spell blows oh. off, I got somebody downstairs who I think would really like to do the the, the finishing she, blow. She grabs it, and uh, you see Squ- as she's like grabbing towards it, Squig's like, Rah! and she pulls it out, and he's like, eh? Huh? Um, cool. She's like, All right, well, um, I'll let you to it, and it's your turn, Axmar. All right, I'm going to turn to Big Squish and cast Guiding Bolt. Nice. From afar. Yeah, you're up on the balcony. You're in the, the tactical position. I like yeah. that. Hell yeah. Unfortunately, I'm almost out of spells. Me too. <laughs> uh, okay. We'll be fine. Make a range spell attack. That's my spell attack. Uh, I'm going to use my point of inspiration. Hey. So soon. Hey, 23. That is much better. Nice. Sweet. <laughs> I'm not wasting my very last spell slot. <laughs> Good call. Uh, so it's 4d6. So five, 14 to hit, or 14 damage. Nice. And the next attack against him has advantage. You guys have dealt 80 points to big, 80 points of damage to big squish at this point. But a lot of it like was as triceratops, right? Um. Some of it was. I am mm. so done with this pain in my ass. But. Okay. Well, you have advantage on your next attack. Yeah. So, Axamar, you can definitely tell at this point. Um, like after watching Mercy, like take the uh, the arrow out of Squig's neck, it's like, yeah, there probably is some sort of like binding spell going on there. Mm. Just for I don't know if you want to use that uh, to your advantage or in one way or another. Doesn't really matter. Well, uh, but Squig, but. Big Squish is, like, on his, like, like, this, like, you have you guys have shot him down. Like, he is, like, alive, but he's, like, immobile and, like, basically just, like, a polymorphed goblin heap, like, laying on the battlefield. Um, can I take a bonus action? Uh, sure. Um, can I do an arcana check? I don't know if I'm the one to do this, but I want to try... Can I, do I, I guess Axamara is wondering if, if the mage dies, Squig automatically dies, hmm. or if he just becomes able to die. Can I make an uh, arcana check to know that? Uh, sure. Um, well. Uh, I got a nine. Uh, yeah, you're not sure. All right. Yeah, this combat has been going for quite a while. A good, like, 30, um, 40 seconds. Uh, I'm going to say, well, I'm going to say, like, moves are supposed to take six seconds, but, like, in my game, I yeah. don't stick to that inherently. I mean, this yeah, this whole fight probably took about, you know, from when you rushed, from when you guys rushed in, it was probably another, like, five, ten minutes. Yeah. I'm going to make that canon, too, that I'm stretching out the six-second rule because <laughs> I don't like it. I don't think it makes sense. Yeah, not the way the game usually plays out. Yeah. I I think, like, this half of the battle, like, the the last game that we didn't get, and then, like, this part of this game is probably about, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Sure. So you guys have only really been in Grizz about an hour, but, I mean, you know, something like this, that's probably about how long it would take 
to to kill a bunch of goblins. Yeah. So yeah, um, there's really no need to keep fighting unless you guys just want to kill all these guys. I think these goblins like see. Uh, it's it's Xanthoth and then Caroline's turn, and you guys are welcome to take your turns in that order if you want. But as these goblins like see their leader, like basically in in a big you know roped up and Hot like time. captive above like the burning mansion, um, you know Xanthoth or uh, Axmar's up there kind of just casting spells down. You guys are the clear victors here, and the goblins all they they all just drop their weapons and they're like, "We surrender, we surrender." So it's up to you guys what to do with that. Are there any convenient places to stash some POWs? Um, <laughs> like a nearby abandoned prison? <laughs> <laughs> By any chance? No, we'll be, we'll be good. We'll be good. Well, what do you... How do you define good, buddy pal? Um. Well, we weren't always trying to... <laughs> We weren't always trying to do stuff. We just kind of ended up here, and then, mm-hmm. and then you know, Squeak, Squeak was the biggest one, mm-hmm. and he always wanted us to do bad stuff. Yeah. And but we're not really all like that. We just kind of like you know, we just need right. a good leader. Yeah, you are awfully impressionable uh, goblins, though, and I worry what will happen if a similarly uh, bad goblin with equally something leadership skills finds you. <laughs> You make a valid point, sir. Yes, I do. Yes, I mean, that sounds completely logical to me as well. Um, <laughs> what if so, we work for you? So just, you know, start uh, tying yourselves up. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's one step at a time. Let's tie, tie yourselves up. Get in a line up and, line and all bound yourselves by the hands and yeah. along one side of the rope. Find well, rope and, and bound yourselves up. And then we can work up. for you. Yeah, and we'll figure something out from there. Yeah. Great, we have a goblin army now. Or we have a couple goblins tied to a tree. Whichever Another way. twenty. Uh, yeah, just tie and, Yeah, I think the goblins all kind of just start binding each other up. Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> the goblins are free now. Goblin brothers, join your yeah, cobalt and sisters. Freely chose to tie each other up. That's true. Don't kink shame them. They are yeah, and you very well, bad at choosing. Well, their to leaders. be honest, you already said like if we let them go, who's to say that some other goblin isn't just going to take them over and do more bad stuff with them? Yeah, if we just let them go, they'll probably kill all the cobalt. Yeah, I mean, it's well, we can either kill them and be done with it, right. or just take trust them, them. and, or, uh, and or I take think them alive. At this point, like I think Spit walks up and he's like. I think uh, I think these kobolds can probably handle themselves at this point. I mean, you've just killed like like forty goblins, so. Mm-hmm. But we got to figure out where this coming from. I think that's mm-hmm. the that's the important thing, right? So we'll f- we'll just. I mean, we got to nip it in the bud if we can, but um, mm-hmm. these because all these goblins had to come from somewhere, right? But anyway, um, I'll just I'll just help kind of. Get these kobolds together. Um, you guys just go up into that mansion and make sure you know there ain't no more like bad goblins in there. Go, go, you know, fix it up, and then uh, you know, you know what to do. Yeah. Is it's that it's time for a house cleaning montage? Is that so? So, so Spit is offering to take the goblins off your hands. Cool. To... Okay, perfect. Yeah. Is that goddamn wizard still alive? He's like a slushy. Goblin lump at this point. What? I go up to him and I just look him in the face and I give him that freaking look that he gave me and I was like, "Yeah, that's what happens." <laughs> yeah, he's like so like to make sense of this. He's he's probably like he ate like a spell scroll that made him larger, so it looks like his skeleton's the same size as it was before he ate the spell scroll, and now his body uh, is just way bigger. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. And, yeah, his eyes, like, lock with yours, like, all Kill Bill style. Um, for, like, just so you're like, banner. Yeah. <laughs> but he's also still, like, glowing, because I just attacked him with li- guiding balls. <laughs> yeah. He's like... Uh, well, I was gonna ask him. Well, I'm gonna. I'm right next to Mercy and Squig, right? Um, uh, you're 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 hanging out with Mercy up up on the yeah. up on the balcony. Well, I'm gonna ask Squig why he's had up. How did you get here? Where did you come from? Um, uh, over there, that painting. Where does the painting lead? 
Um, nowhere. You were born from the painting? Uh, yeah, I guess. Can I go now? No, goddammit. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you everything you want to know. Just let me go. That's, that, one of those two things is going to happen. They, they can both happen, just not in the order you're proposing, sir. <laughs> How long have you been here? Um, I don't know. Why have you been attacking the people of this island? Um, well, I don't know. We weren't really, I guess, well, kind of. I'm going to reach over and just, like, twist his ear real hard. (laughs) I guess it's just what goblins do. I don't know. The other goblins don't want to do that. You wanted to do that. Is it still just you up there? And Mercy. (laughs) Okay. Cool. We're just witnessing this scolding from down on the street. What do you know about the necromancer? I'm just looking at all these bodies. I'm like, oh, shit. I'd rather be dead Um, than get the scolding. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know, I just know everybody's really scared of him Why did he appear in your town? He only kills He only comes when we kill humans He doesn't come for goblins Wow I'm just like, sit back and think about that existentially for a second it's Pretty messed up <laughs> right. Do goblins well, not have souls? <laughs> I'm just like, muttered that to myself <laughs> <laughs> How did you get it's the like, power stone? Like, Do I not have a soul? I... <laughs> I'm just like and I guess, kneel and, and down just, and like look him really tenderly in the eye. <laughs> like, I really think a, some sort of torturous death would be less cruel than the pep talk you're giving them. Can I make like a religion check to answer that question? They're going to be well, existential and, messes by the time quick, you're done with them. Quick meta. Uh, I didn't mean to say like I, I made the slip of tongue again where I just said humans, where I meant like playable races. Yeah, like you know. I, how do I say that in D&D? Not humanoids. Mon- not, yeah, humanoids? Not monsters. Yeah, yeah not, humanoids. Not humanoids. Yeah, humanoids. So I meant to say humanoids. Okay. Uh, can I make a religion check to answer his question? <laughs> um, sure. Um, I have advantage. I'll, I'll c- console him with your religion. As well. like, but don't, no matter. Whatever questions you Look, have, like I have death. the answer. <laughs> Hold on. I got a... Your, your god has the answer. Four. Or a... Hey, that's better. Um, uh, I got a unnatural 20. Okay, so what exactly are you trying to use your religion to discern? I'm, I'm trying to use my religion as inspiration to console him for some reason. <laughs> oh, he had, uh, or maybe just like have put, some understanding of like what it means to be like a soulless goblin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He asked uh, the existential question of like having a soul. Do yeah. I have a soul. But you're not trying to use your actual faith to determine whether he has a soul or not or anything like that. Because I will let you do stuff like that. I mean, well, yeah, that's, I guess, where my understanding would come from. Okay, so you know that he doesn't have a soul, and you can kind of just feel <laughs> that, like, with your attunement to, like, you know, your faith and, like, the nature of the soul. You you know he doesn't have a soul, but you can uh, still try to, uh, I mean, you still have to respond. Look, Squig, life... <laughs> Neuralis teaches us that, like, life and death are just, like, a continuum. And, you know, then past death, there's afterlife or having a soul. But, you know, some things, like a rock, are just always dead, you know? So some things go from life to death, but that's just, like, the totality of their continuum. So just because your life ends when you die doesn't mean you were never, like, alive. It just means that you're you're dead when you die. <laughs> I think uh, Kirilani and uh, Santhoth, you guys are probably coming up to meet up with him yeah. at this point. And you, and yeah, Squig's, yeah, I, Squig's, I, I, yeah. I would like to at least start making Squig, it up to this. Squig's like, uh, so you're saying I'm like a rock? I'm saying you're alive now. But if you don't tell me some more information, that's not going to be true forever. Or for um, a while longer. Because uh, I am still interrogating him. <laughs> okay. And I think you guys are all there at this point. Uh, uh if anyone wants to add to that or ask. Yeah, sorry, sorry I'm late. Do you want me to kill him yet? Are you done with him? No. Well, what, what are, which one of the kobolds wanted to do it? Can you? Oh. Uh, we need to get him up here. What was his name? Stink. <laughs> Stinky. Firebug. Yeah. Can I look over the balcony? Junebug. If I see you stink and he's still alive. Yeah, you smell stink. Oh. Yo, stink. It's like, uh, yeah. It's your time to shine. Get up here. Oh, no way. <laughs> I guess with whatever free actions I have, I'm like making the fire not be there anymore. If this is like, because I can just make it go away. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, it's like grease fire, so it's probably pretty limited, but you, you snuff it out. I think parts of the inside of the mansion probably were, like, catching fire, too, just random things in it, even though it's mostly stone. But you're just like, oh, I'll just put put, put this little fire out. Put this yeah, exactly. <laughs> a five-foot cube at a time. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> Stink starts waddling up the stairs. He's like, ah, yeah, that was a pretty good fight, um... Thanks for your guys' help. Well, it's yes. not over for you, buddy. We got you squig right here. <laughs> yeah, it was quite invigorating. Thanks for fighting with us. Here here you go. <laughs> now, Squig, Stink over here is just itching to decapitate you. So if you don't have any other an- answers about your origin or the source of this painting, you're about to be t- return to rock status real fast. Um. Uh, uh, um, um, um. Uh yeah, I'm, I I don't can't even make you guys make any checks right check right here because I think this just is bears down to what this goblin would do right now. Yeah, he's like, uh, okay, 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 I'll tell you everything I know. Um, there's like a thing, um, inside. Go on. Um, it has some words on it, and I don't know what they say. Okay. Um, it, is it a door? And then um, yes, the a... painting's a door. We got that. <laughs> no. And then um, I don't know. There's like. I don't know. There's some. There's like a word. I f- we found it on on one of the the sides of the of the cave. I guess I don't know. Whatever these things are, he's like trying to describe like what like a window f- frame or like what like a picture frame is, but he doesn't know how to. Okay. He's like on the thing that where we come from. It's on there. Look. And he like. Can I inspect? He like. Yeah, so he's I like, just go wait, to look he's at like it. Pointing like... over as like Mercy's like holding him like bound on a rope. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I I can see that he's pointing at like the frame. Yeah. The, is oh. it like a mural or like it's like it's it's a pic like it's it's a picture a frame. frame. Okay. Wow. And there's I guess there's a label. Yeah. It sounds like there's a label it's on a, the picture. It's a frame. thirty foot high by a fifteen foot wide, like f- painting frame. This or, is okay. This wow, that's amazing. Okay. Um. Oh. Yeah. So I'll like yeah, it stands up longer. Right? Uh, it's yeah. Like a por- oh, sorry, I had it backwards. It's in my head. portrait, not landscape. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I guess I'll inspect the inscription on the frame. Yes, uh, me as well. From the outside, like, I, I guess it makes sense from the outside. You know, it's like this. There's like a chimney going up, and it is like a. It's like a mansion. So yeah, you're only on the second floor right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just make like a investigation or a perception check. All were perception if you roll investigation. Uh, that'll probably be smart. I think it's pretty good. Hold on, let me see. Hey. Well, you better roll better than I did. <laughs> I got a 12. Right. He already had rolled. 22 <laughs> investigation. Nice. So you you ca- you find two markings on them. Uh, you you guys, well, uh, Axamar, you, you catch what your roll, too, and you both see. Mm-hmm. Uh, in one corner, like, of the frame, kind of, like, right, you know, below, like, where the painting starts. Because it's like a gig- it's a gigantic painting, but you do mm-hmm. see like this initial. It's like a signature scrawled in, um, and it has the initials uh, J V. J V. Hmm. Wait, uh, the, oh, the picture frame has the John Vosh. Yeah, my granddad's old friend. <clears throat> oh, mm-hmm. well, that's cool. Old family friend. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> Um, and then, and then, real quick. So what? Then what? Um, what? Uh, fuck. Xanthoth. And then what? Xanthoth finds <laughs> one of those moments when I can't remember Xanthoth's name. Um, Nobody. Does. You see the uh, you you basically see like a little inscription. It's like kind of like hidden in like the pattern of the frame, uh, but it's kind of like another little like almost like a hidden signature. And it says um, one, like it basically says one of, one of seven. Oh, and that's within like the design of the frame. You said like it just kind of like works its way into yeah, it. Yeah, but it's like hidden in there. Yeah. Hmm. Like so, it was like the obvious signature, and then like the hidden signature. Okay. Or like the addition number, well, maybe. Since he noticed that and you you said that out loud right yeah um and i was just like well i think you might want to take a little look at this 
And he points to uh, points to the other little like one of seven thing in the frame. So there's six more of these. Uh, that's the way that it seems. Um, Can I? Weren't we told there was gonna be? Well, no, that was my granddad's shrines. Well, what would this be? Is it not a shrine? Maybe there's a shrine in that painting. Uh, oh, yeah. Good thinking. It's like in Doctor Strange. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe he had a wizard friend like yourself. Mm-hmm. And it made him a magical painting to be able to have a, a shrine that he could always carry with him. Well, I mean, the last one wasn't... Well, I mean, this thing is 30 feet tall. I don't think anybody's going to carry it with them. Well, you know, I mean, there's magical ways of carrying things. But anyway, but maybe he just had it made so they could always have a shrine no matter where he... What castle without having to put additions in, you know? <laughs> Just have the layout all set up. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe we should ask Mercy since she was inside of it, but I don't I don't think this is a shrine. I think because the last one wasn't in one. Well, I mean, this is one of seven of something. I'm thinking maybe... there might be six more paintings. Wait, did you you had a note uh, well, yeah, that said one paintings. of seven oh. as well? Hold on. I'm trying to look through my notes real quick. Yeah, I was just, just sorry. I don't have my notes, and I thought it was like, wasn't there like shades or? Yeah, I guess it was shrines. How many? How many shrines were there? So Jean Vosch, like, they discovered a cleansing of the shade, pure latent presence of evil. Jean Vosch gave self to stop the shade. Must find shrine. So there were five shrines, of which we found one. Okay. Um, oh, okay. It looks like Jean Vosch set up his own system, or Jean Vosch as the Shade, or inhabiting the Shade, set up these paintings, of which there's at least one, Mm -hmm. presumably Mm -hmm. six more. Mm -hmm. With, like, random rewards. Well, I don't... Cool. I don't know if we should go in it. Shrines I don't know if they're connected to to each other. Yay. And, uh, Crash Bandicoot. (laughs) So, admire this painting, if you will. Look at its beauty and colors and pictures. I say that we should go through this painting to see what is on the other side. Because, and then I jumped through the painting. Well, uh, well to be honest, that's what I wanted to do anyway. So I'll jump I, I, in after him. I'm hoping that I don't just like jump through a real painting ruining a nice piece of art. No, uh, you don't. Uh, before I go in, I'm just going to look at Squig. I look at Stink. I was like, well, Stink, we made a promise. And stepped through the painting. <laughs> He's like, thanks. Um, yeah. You guys walk through this painting. Uh, Mercy follows you yes. through. And she's like, yeah, this is, a, this is a pretty nice place. I mean, well, I mean, considering what it is. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I've... Uh, never seen a painting like this before and she kind of just gestures around you mean from and the inside <laughs> yes this is quite fascinating you've seen the inside of one painting you've seen the inside of them all I'm walking and, around a yeah. wide-eyed yeah. and as she gestures around like you kind of see like a like a like a contrail like on her hand and then you guys like looking around like you guys are all kind of like painted versions of yourselves what does it um, look like if we look out the painting like, if we look where we came from, do we see a window to where we just were? Yeah. Okay, so it's... Weird. Is it another painting? No. Oh. It looks like, uh, like kind of... It looks like the outside world from, like, the inside of a very dark cave. Hmm. Okay. This is awesome. <laughs> and, uh, and she says, no, I just... Uh, I was snooping around while y'all were making the, the most unbelievable of distractions. Yeah, well, when it was I saw, quite great, wasn't it? I saw a Squig running through here, so I decided to uh, nab him up. And well, I really haven't uh, explored that much further, so well, this is a sort of an uncomfortable feeling, you know. So <laughs> why, why don't you, why, we should make this brief? Well, yeah. What do we see inside of here? Um, so as you kind of like as you enter, it's like you're in this big cavern mouth, and the cavern beyond is like pitch black. But then as you kind of walk through it, like, a little bit, you see, like, kind of dim lights just through, like, cavern, like, side paths. Almost like there's torches lit, like, just, like, a little bit away just to give you, like, dim light. Mm. Those of you with dark vision realize it doesn't work here. Mm. What? 
Hmm. Um, yeah, you're inside of a magical painting. So. Okay, well... That just means it's actually black. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you've it's probably never seen uh, darkness like this it's, it's not dark, it's just the color black. <laughs> <laughs> I would maybe like to try to research this place a little bit more. And Mercy's like, no, let's... Uh, Should we just go? I mean, we're in it. What better we're... way to learn, you know? Oh, just a little further now. This is where I came more? before. Really? Okay. And you see, like, kind of, like... I'm running out of juice. <laughs> you do see these, like, little eyes, like, kind of here and there. Uh. Um, And, like, you... I'm going to say, like, as you guys are kind of just, like, sitting there just contemplating, you see, like, a goblin kind of just, like... Pfft, pop into existence right next to you guys and he's just like huh uh, huh? hey goblin you know uh any good hotels around here i don't know you what about good restaurants anything who the hell what do the are tourists you? do what do the um, tourists do i don't know where did you come from mm, i don't know where did you go do you remember anything before just now um no what's your purpose um I don't know. Why are we existentially destroying creatures tonight? <laughs> um, it's so much more amusing than destroying them physically. <laughs> yeah. They're poor psyches. Can you show us the rest of the way through this cavern? Um, Safely? No. Yeah? I don't know. Well, here, let me, try to, hel- let me try to what, help you. What do you know? No, I'm not falling he, for it. <laughs> he, point, he points, and you guys actually see like a soft glow kind of up ahead. Oh, well, can I grab the goblin real quick? Yeah, sure. Can I try to throw him? Like, come here, you little goober. <laughs> yeah. Here, Gerfing. goblin. This is for science, okay? Uh-oh. Oh, oh no. <laughs> try to throw him as hard as I can into the darkness. He's like, Grah! and you hear like a thud. So he just hit the ground somewhere. Yeah. Goblin, are you still there? Um. Yeah. Damn it. How far did you go? Well, I'm I'm looking at the light that he pointed out. What the hell was that shit? Yeah. So as you, yeah, as you continue kind of down, just this very, very, very dimly lit like like passageway, um, you kind of see like uh, an end to the cavern, Hmm. and there's like this big, like it's not like a antechamber, but it's like a big open room compared to like the passageway Hmm. that you've been walking through. And you see a pedestal um, with, like, something shining hovering above it. Uh, is there anything else in the room? It's it's a really pretty room in that, like, it's got, like, really nice stalactites hanging down. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's probably – it's got, like, a little pond in one side of it. Mm-hmm. Um. Which you, and you can kind of see this kind of through the glowing of whatever is like hovering above this pedestal. That's nice. Aside yeah. from that, um, you see, as you think that though, you see like a like a couple like mice like scurrying kind of down like a cavern uh-huh. cavern floor. Can I approach the object? Yeah, uh, I was gonna ask if you guys want to take a short rest uh, before we potentially do some things that might you, hurt us. You want to take a nap? Yeah. Inside the cavern. Nap. Imagine how weird our dreams will be. The magical painting. <laughs> this is where you want to take a short rest. I mean, it's hurting my brain. All right, now grab the thing. Grab the thing. I didn't say I was going to touch it. I just said I was going to look at it. <laughs> all right. Yeah. No, just grab the thing. Well, I was going to say I was going to send. Uh, all right. Yeah. You know, you you do your thing. Grab the thing. You already grab you, it. I didn't say it. As you walk up, don't don't. Not yet. So as you walk up to the pedestal, Mm -hmm. you notice an inscription upon it, Mm -hmm. which I'm assuming you read. Do you know Elvin? I do. All right. It says in Elvin. first language. Fancy. (laughs) I'm a what elf? (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. It says, in this painting, a broken key into the mind of a painter tempted. And with just cause he took to take 
his own soul, which was lost unto the shade. It is real, it is alive, and you must kill it. Is this like a being John Malkovich kind of thing? Like when you're in the cave, Wait, the you walk, you thing? go through like a door, and uh, no, you guys yet. haven't inspected it yet. We'll leave that for next game. Well, let's say, well, I'll tell you, stopping right before I look up from the inscription. <laughs> well, actually, well, yeah, you, you can ask me that like right now too. Yeah, what's what's the thing? The thing. Grab the thing and find out. It looks like, uh, like the piece of an amulet, mm-hmm. or like a like a piece, actually. I was going to roll a die for this, actually, because I couldn't decide in my head. Do it. It's a, it's like a piece of, like, a white crystal. It looks like, like, like one-eighth, or, sorry, like one-seventh of a D7, if a D7 was the thing. Uh, sure. It is not. <laughs> it is now. It looks like a, like a, like a fraction of a crystal. Okay. Can I reach up and grab Jump it? Shard. Yep. Grab the thing. Grab the thing. You grab it. Oh, you're just going to... Okay. And as you do that, you guys... Smart, no! Feel yourselves like almost like you're being sucked like through a vacuum towards like the front of the painting. And you guys feel yourselves like kind of get like sucked into a tube and like flatten out. Yeah. And yeah, you guys are like all very uncomfortably like two-dimensional for a second. It's you feel yourself getting rolled up into a tube. And then, like, spat out. Uh-oh. And you guys kind of float to the floor like pieces of paper before, like, pfft, puffing back out. And the painting falls behind you in a roll. Oh. oh. That's a disturbing development. Kira, did you want to keep this painting? That's the end of the game. Oh, yeah. I love this painting. <laughs> it's my favorite painting. Yeah. Lonnie's going to take the painting. It's the best painting I've ever been to. Uh, yeah. no, hands off. That's mine. <laughs> he was the one who said he wanted it. Well, it's mine. All right, that's, I don't want it that bad. So one to seven, I'm, I'm going to collect them all. <laughs> <laughs> wow.